Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Chris Czar and welcome to the Chris Czar Podcast for Friday, July 1st, 2022 and your boy, after a little bit of a hiatus, is just checking in on you. How are you, gang? I hope your month of June was fan-fucking-tastic. It went by and a snap, July is here and boy am I cooking. I bet you are too. We got some record heat coming in this summer. California already looks burnt to a crisp, and it's not even fire season yet. So, fucking wait for it. (laughs) Yeah, I am extremely hyped about what's going on right now in the world. In particular, uh, inflation is through the roof. Woo! (laughs) And... uh, There's a shortage of housing. Woo! And on top of that, it seems like our judicial system is reverting to middle-aged thought. Woo! Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, there's a, a whole lot of reasons to feel optimistic these days, ain't there? Yeah, so, you know, during times like this, you know what I do? I do what every other man does, and uh, I turn to sports. Sports. Sports, sports, sports. (laughs) Yeah, for anybody that has watched the movie Invincible, you know, that one with Mark Wahlberg, then you know, had the soul of every American man is the last glint of optimism that can only be found through football and sports. Women don't seem to have that. It seems like the thing they hang on to the most is uh, having a baby. <laughs> or whether or not they should have a baby, which, hey, you know, that's that's very practical. Look at you, women. <laughs> Men, on the other hand, if there's no hope to be found in the world, if at least there's some sports, (laughs) then the world's going to be all right. So if you were wondering why suicide started going up during the pandemic, that's why. You shut the sports world down, and men don't know what to do with themselves. (laughs) Wow. Chris Czar getting off hot not even three minutes in and you already got jokes about abortion and suicide huh well let's take a a little left turn here (laughs) and go a little bit more in the silly route um evan's tire center smells like a men's bath and body works you walk in as a fella and as soon as you walk in those doors, in through the noses, <sighs> yes, rubber. <laughs> Refined rubber. Is there anything better? Maybe motor oil. <laughs> Maybe racing fuel. <laughs> yeah, there's just something so soothing <laughs> about the way uh, a tire shop smells. You know, with just fresh tires on a concrete floor. Mm-mm. 
now women out there listening to this, if they are listening to this, I'm like, well, I don't understand. He doesn't like perfume and soaps, but he likes grease. I don't, I don't get it. Lady, it's called being a man, okay? <laughs> Something that you don't have to know anything about. Just, uh, just let me have it, okay? <laughs> I, uh, I got spiritually assaulted. Yeah, yeah, it's like. It's like being sexually assaulted, um, but it's it's rape through energy reading. You know what I mean? It's like without my consent, someone just reads my vibe and it's like, "Well, do you have do you have resentment against your father?" I'm like, "Hey, witch!" <laughs> uh, first of all, no. Second of all, what are you doing? You are not allowed to touch me there. <laughs> and go away. <laughs> uh, last weekend, my family had a a compensation of a Father's Day. And that compensation of a Father's Day was because everybody was busy on actual Father's Day. Hey, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Had some, uh, my youngest brother have to go to Pepperdine, so dad and mom were actually out of town. All the brothers had work. And so the following weekend, we we made it happen. And somehow, the the brothers and I got to talking about red flags, because our youngest brother just turned 18, and we want to pass on some pearls of wisdom to the man. And so, you know, we got to toss it around, "Hey, what are some red flags to look for from a lady when you're interested in dating her?" And one that was really quick that came to mind for me was a woman who watches trash reality TV. <laughs> it's not a deal breaker, but it's it's a major source of concern. Now, I'm sure plenty of people out there who might hear this and say, hey, I like trash reality TV. And I want you to know that you're a terrible person. <laughs> you're a terrible person who is encouraging nasty behavior. <laughs> And you're encouraging it through your viewership and support. Hear me out. If there was a television show where for some reason what you saw on there a lot was a woman berating her child. And I mean gaslighting their child, right? being emotionally abusive to their child, maybe even being physically abusive. And any time on any episode, uh, or rather, at some time on any episode, you would find at least the child and the mom fighting and or crying. Okay, 
You got that? That that's not a show that you would probably watch, and it's not a show that publicly people would support. You change that just a little bit. <laughs> And instead of moms, you're talking about housewives. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're into it. You're cool. <laughs> you know, just a ladies hemorrhaging their husband's bank accounts, and squabbling over nonsense, and fighting over bullshit. It's like, what? <laughs> why? Why? What about that? <laughs> is interesting at all to you and why are you encouraging this behavior also i'm betting that some lady out there is gonna see that and be like you know what i think i'm gonna be more like carrie in my life (laughs) i'm just gonna start shit for no reason i'm gonna wear glasses like this and chew out the waiter and demand that i have a higher standard of life (laughs) or You can keep your yap shut, <laughs> be civil about your discourse, and, uh, you know, a little thrifty. How's that sound, huh? Invest in your child's fucking college savings or some shit. Maybe, <laughs> maybe don't just buy things because it makes you feel better. Because I got shopping therapy. It's the only thing that makes me feel better. It's like, okay, fine. If it was your money, I'd be cool with it. <laughs> but it's not so how about you don't trash other people's lives i digress in any case that's one red flag amongst many other red flags from me include a woman who is unwilling to carry her own bags i don't know why (laughs) i don't know why that is but i got a principle with the ladies pack what you can carry if you can't carry it don't pack it seems pretty fucking reasonable but for some reason it started some it's it started some squabbles in some previous relationships and uh uh, that was an early sign that that it was gonna end um and i forget what the third thing i said was but you know i had a couple of other brothers at uh at the table for discussion and um one thing that one of the brothers got up, brought up, this is a good one, is a, a woman without any sort of a life plan. Now, at this point, I realize there's going to be some people out there that are like, why are you just talking to him about women? I don't understand. Maybe he's gay. It's like, okay, sure. <laughs> Maybe he is, but he hasn't revealed that to us yet. And if he wants to, that's totally cool. At this point, not picking up those vibes. So... get off your social justice warrior high horse put the spear away and uh, uh, go back to eating your fruit pie now i said that because they're vegan now (laughs) a woman without a life plan is a is a very important red flag it's like if you are seeing a lady who is going to college to get a missus degree, don't marry her. <laughs> don't even date her. <laughs> that is a lady who's looking for a payday. 
And when those regular paychecks stop coming in, they'll look for a reason to can your ass and take half the shit of what you got left. So don't get in a relationship with that lady. And there's a difference, by the way, between a person who doesn't have an aim in their life and a person who is figuring it out, right? Because you don't have to have your life fucking mapped out, right? There's so many variables. There's so many learning experiences which you have yet to have as a kid. This is what we're telling my youngest brother. And until you have those experiences, you know, you might not actually know what it is that you have to do. So it's not about that. It's about having drive. It's about having ambition. It's about having passion. And if a lady doesn't have any of those things, then you shouldn't date her. Also, avoid women who drive white cars. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what one of my brothers said. And uh, he, there was a pause. And the other brother was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, the boy might have a point. <laughs> like, I don't have... Uh, I, I can't put my finger on it, but... <laughs> the, boy, the boy just might have a point. If she's got a white car, red flag. <laughs> and so, out uh, to that point, it was almost dinner time. And we got to sitting around the table, hanging out with the moms, right? Doing the family thing. And we asked our lovely mother, Hey, Ma, what are some red flags? Right? And she's like, what? I don't understand red flags. <laughs> okay. Telltale signs that uh, being with this woman might be a bad idea. She's like, oh, okay. And the first one that she said was, was pretty... Well, it was pretty on the nose. Um, in short, for the sake of this joke, uh, daddy issues. <laughs> Yeah, or just, you know, like a a broken family background, which, by the way, hit a little bit closer to home for me. I'm like, what are you trying to say about me, mother? You and my father were never married. What does that say about me? And then I took a moment to reflect, and I was like, oh, I know exactly what she means. I'm a whore. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Jokes, folks, jokes. And, uh, yeah, she just, she really emphasized that, you know, people who come from healthy families, right? So they, it doesn't have to be a, a classic nuclear family, but a place where people are supportive, where people get along, there's a healthy relationship between kids and the parents and or the step-parents, right? You know, because I have a stepdad, I've got a really cool relationship with the stepdad, and that makes a difference. And so if she doesn't have that, then red flag. And then she waved her hand. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> but all right, Ma. <laughs> and uh, the next thing that she said kind of caught me by surprise. And she said, um, a woman who's a witch. <laughs> and 
at the table. I was like, whoa, whoa, mother, mother. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> what do you mean by this? You mean that if you see a cauldron in her home? <laughs> that you shouldn't uh, that you shouldn't see her? And she's like, well, it's more like uh, Wicca. You know, if a woman practices Wicca and that type of witchcraft, it's just... Those dark energies don't really vibe well with me. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Mom, what are you, what are you saying? <laughs> who is this lady that has somehow repossessed you using the word vibe? But yeah, you know, a woman who is into uh, you know, practicing or worshiping or tuning into the dark energies. Like, okay, but like, what type of stuff does she do? You know, does she pull tarot cards? And she's like, yeah, yeah, a woman who's a witch could pull tarot cards. And she continued to be pretty general. And so sounded like there's some sensitive topic there. And she finally went on to say it's, uh, uh, witches will tell you, <laughs> witches will tell you that they're a witch. And when they do, son, walk away. <laughs> Like, all right, Ma, <laughs> I'll be sure to uh, take that one home because I know lots of ladies here in San Diego and just amongst my yoga friend group who claim to be witches. And I got to tell you, ladies, <laughs> my mom says it's a big red flag. So if you are currently in a coven, if you currently admire witchcraft and witchcraft-like things, I'm sorry to say it, but mama says you're the devil. <laughs> and uh, and we ought to stay away from you. Um, in a larger context, by the way, I actually do know a lot of women who very proudly rep the term witch. And I don't really know why that is. Uh, when... I've seen them really touted. It's got everything to do with oracle cards and crystals and getting together to be naked somewhere in nature and then posting it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, a witch's women's circle, you know? $25 to join. It'll take care of the supplies and the good times. Now listen to my womanly side roar. I'm like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Skip next. Oh, are those titties? <laughs> yeah. So if you're wondering about, fellas, red flags to stay away from, those are the red flags that uh, that my family says, the most important one being women with white cars. If a woman drives a white car, Stay the fuck away. Now, you know I love talking about this, and I'm not going to stop. How about them Padres? <laughs> Let's go, Padres. Yes, sir. Currently in second place, uh, mostly thanks to the fact that they've played a bunch of trash teams. <laughs> every time, every time I look on the television, they're playing some losing record team, and hey, the Padres are winning, right? And that's good. If you're a good team, you ought to win games that you're supposed to win. And then they come up real close, right? And for a glimmer of time, they were ahead of the Los Angeles Doyers. 
just for a brief moment. Um, they've continued to keep in pretty close. And then recently, they just entered into a series to play the Dodgers in Los Angeles. And I thought to myself the other night, here we go, Padres. This could be the time that turns the tides. Nah, no way. We're talking about the Padres, right? <laughs> No fucking chance. I'm like, there's no chance that the Padres end up going to Los Angeles and being the Dodgers and taking the lead in the NL West, although it's very probable that the Dodgers could do that to the Padres. It's very feasible. It's very believable that that can happen. And so what did I see? You guessed it. The Padres lost 1-3. to three. <laughs> like, God damn it. God damn it. On the upside, Fernando Tatis has not played a single game this season and is like a top five all-star vote <laughs> at his position. I think it's just because the boys got swag, and that's good to see. Uh, but I do hope, come to the all-star break, that I see at least one name starting for the National League division, and that's Crown Zone, Jake Cronenworth, number nine. From some small town in Minnesota, Mr. Consistent, Mr. Reliable, Mr. Fun. God, that's a good guy to watch. And I know, I know for those of you who are baseball fans, you're like, oh my God, look at this. This white guy likes a white guy. Oh, I kind of, I wonder what makes him do that. It's like, because he's a baller, bro. And if there's anybody on the Padres who gives me hope, it's the Corona. Yeah, Not Manny Machado. For some reason, I swear, it's not because he's Mexican, I promise. <laughs> it's just because I have a traumatic memory of him while he was on the Dodgers, by the way. And that traumatic memory was a good memory for me because you know your boy's a Red Sox fan, right? You know about the story. You've heard me tell it before. 1998 World Series, the Yankees crush the San Diego Padres. As a young boy, I am crushed as well. I have a friend that consoles me, brings him into his inner circle of Red Sox fans, tells me about Red Sox lore, and we are a united front against the fuck Yankees culture. Fuck the Yankees, and I'll say it again. Fuck the Yankees, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it again. Fuck the goddamn Yankees. <laughs> I'm just jealous. Plowing ahead. The Boston Red Sox are playing the Los Angeles Dodgers in the last World Series that the Red Sox won. And how is that World Series then? Well, you got the ace of all aces, Chris Sale, pitching an absolute immaculate inning. And the last guy to get served up is Manny Machado. He strikes out swinging a big swing and a miss, not even close, ends up on a knee. And I look at that guy and I'm like, that motherfucker. <laughs> he is done. He is absolutely done. He is the last hope for the Los Angeles Dodgers in that World Series. And when you miss by that big of a margin and when you get crushed in that type of a fashion, then there's, mentally, there's no coming back from that. And then, what do the Potters do the next year? They give him a fucking $300 million contract. Why? 
<laughs> Where did the Padres get the money to spend for this? Number one. Number two, why? Why? Why is the first person here that the Padres are going to do this for be Manny fucking Machado right after that moment? And I don't have a reasonable answer for that, but I do know that Manny got the good end of the deal. He got a fucking a decade's worth, multi or not decades, but a decade, right? Apostrophe S, worth of a multi-million dollar deal. And he gets to retire in San Diego. Good for fucking him, right? But if you're wondering, hey, Chris, how come you don't have any faith in Manny Machado? He's supposed to be your biggest bat. That's why. <laughs> Because I've seen the numbers, I've seen that boy in competition, and uh, it's hard. It's it's hard to have that uh, that belief. Now that all being said, when Fernando Tatis Jr. entered the scene, I changed my mind a little bit. Now maybe Manny would have a bit of a spark, have a glint in his eye, because this this uh, young up and comer, Fernando. Uh, would inspire a light under him. Maybe, maybe, not in a way that makes Manny the ultimate player that you can consistently count on, but to become a mentor, right? As a guy who's been there. He's been there on the Orioles, eating shit. He's been there on the Dodgers, doing well, but not quite getting that ring. Actually, I wonder, did Manny Machado ever get a World Series ring? Let's see. Did Manny... Machado win World Series. Google says uh, no. Yes. Helped reach the World Series but uh, did not win the World Series. Hey, yo. <laughs> ah, geez. Well, uh, Manny Machado's first World Series, want to forget for Dodgers. Yeah, and he struggled in that series. He went four for 22. <laughs> Great. In any case, maybe Manny becomes a mentor. Maybe the weights lift off his shoulders. And maybe because the pressure isn't there, because you got the star, Fernando Tatis, uh, maybe he'll do something. Maybe he'll do something well. And so when Fernando comes back, I hope that's what happens. I hope Crone Zone stays healthy. I hope that the collection of Padres who are hitting less than 200 on the season don't hurt <laughs> the team too much, right? I hope they just have kind of like a Cody Bellinger effect. Just be clutch, okay? I don't care if you're shit. Just be clutch. And I hope that the Padres uh, pitching staff continues to be awesome, right? Dominant isn't quite the word, but... Fuck, with guys like Blake Snell, wonderful fucking dude. You Darvish, wonderful fucking dude. Mackenzie Gore, wonderful fucking dude. And Mr. Rogers, continuing to close out games. Then, hey, maybe, maybe the Padres are going to have a shot. So, thanks for joining me for that last little bit of Sports Talk Radio. Let's go to some reads. <laughs> Yeah, one day I'll definitely have reads. I will. You know, I'll be reading off uh, some advertisements for you. 
I'll be doing my best to make him funny, a la Bill Burr. Um, but I'm also taking a long road, baby step Bill Burr path. Right? I mean, story goes, he started his podcast in like 2009, 2007, something like that. Before 2010, before anybody really gave a shit about podcasts. And for his first few years, he said he wasn't uh, wasn't doing any any advertisements, wasn't doing any reads. In part because nobody gave a shit. Right? Who the fuck? <laughs> Wasn't that many people listening? And then, you know, he started to get some advertisements like Sherry's Berries. <laughs> or Mother's Box. <laughs> For those of you that heard those two references, you also listened to the Tim Ferriss podcast with Bill Burr. And, uh, and that inspired me, man. Or not inspired me, but reassured me, I should say. To remind the lad that, hey, you're doing all right, man. You're in year number three of this uh, of this comedy journey. Doing open mics, you're doing the right thing. You're getting up on stage, you're doing the right thing. You're writing down jokes, you're doing the right thing. You're being consistent with your podcast, you're doing the right thing. Let the rest of it come. Be consistent and let the rest of it come. Just apply the right pressure and let the rest of it come. Maybe a little bit of floor play. <laughs> and uh, eventually she'll come. All right. That's what I got <laughs> for the podcast. Um, thank you all for jumping in. Um, hit me up on Instagram at Christopher Zar. Send me the smoke. Send me the questions. Send me the stories. You know, I want to hear from you. Uh, if you have any corrections, by the way, um, let me know too. I am not omniscient and I will fuck things up time to time. So if there's corrections, let me know. I'd be happy to apologize directly to you. Otherwise, fuck off. <laughs> right? Take care of yourselves. I'll see you later um, and enjoy the weekend. Peace. <laughs>